another exciting episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and discuss that topic for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm jeff kowalski i'm louisa heron and uh we're gonna talk a little bit about what we've been up to on the internet before we get started so jeff why don't you lead us off this week okay so good news for me and the four other people on the face of planet earth who own a playstation vita uh, it fi- they finally they finally cracked the code and hacked the system so that you can run homebrew software. And by homebrew software, I mean Game Boy Advance emulators. So this week I have spent uh, about five and a half hours, which is a lot for me because I don't play a lot of video games. And this only dropped like Thursday or something. Uh, Getting my PlayStation Vita to run a Game Boy Advance emulator so that I could play hacked ROMs of Pokemon games. <laughs> <laughs> Is it everything you hoped it would be? Yeah, it's even more. It's like having a Game Boy Advance, but the screen is way bigger and the buttons feel good. <laughs> But you already have all these games, right, Jeff? You're just doing all of this work to play games that you've already played. No, I'm playing hacked ROMs. Like, someone made a whole new Pokemon game out of the previously existing ones. Are there new Pokemon in it? Uh, it's the Game Boy Advance ones, but has the later generations of Pokemon. Yeah, that's bullshit. That doesn't What's seem the very point? exciting. It should be like yeah. a crazy romance or a spy novel now. <laughs> <laughs> and no Pokemon also. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people people usually make them uh, just have darker stories, but I yeah. specifically sought out the one that was recommended uh, as feeling the most like a real Pokemon game. Is it an Eroge Pokemon game? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming the word you mean is Eroge, uh, which is uh, some kind of Japanese erotic fiction. Yeah, and I've seen it pronounced both ways, but uh, <laughs> yes, it's a uh, it's Japanese video games that have pornographic scenes inserted. In oh them, yes, I think. games. Yeah, uh, yeah. That phrase is short for erotic video, erotic game, ero gay. Uh, it's, it's all the leisure gross. suit Larrys of the world. Yeah, uh, I guess so. With like wait, is leisure suit girls. Larry the original? I think it must be, mustn't it? <laughs> like that's all everyone ever talked about about it. Yeah, my favorite visual novel, Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of. <laughs> it was sort of like, what were, what is the that genre of games where you have to find hidden objects in a picture? Is that Point just called Point and Click Adventure is what called, I No, it's no, called yes, Louise's I know that, favorite but... game. What are you trying to say? I can't uh, hear a goddamn word Jeff is saying. He sounds yeah, like Jeff, he's in a submarine. <laughs> Jeff, you're talking into a styrofoam cup, not your microphone. <laughs> hidden object games is what you're thinking yes. of, and it's Louise's H- favorite genre. It is. Yes, hidden object games. I'm just saying Leisure Suit Larry was less of a point-and-click adventure, which is what it was billed as, and more of a hidden object game because everything you needed to solve any puzzle was just sitting on a table somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you just had to click on it. Well, Larry... Uh, the titular Larry was just very stupid. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've never played those so, games. I can't make any jokes about them. 
Yeah, I I played them when I was younger. Not all of them, obviously. I think I only played one or two, but I remember playing them. And when I was like a prepubescent boy, being like, "Oh my god, this is so racy!" And then they had them on good old games, so I downloaded one for like a dollar, and I was like, "I want to try this again" because I remember it. And it's like, it's like as <laughs> racy as an episode of The Flintstones yeah, or Benny Hill. It's like Benny yeah. Hill level of. Uh... So you're saying it's pretty rippled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's gross. It's still somehow gross without actually being sexy at all. (laughs) That's the best combination. (laughs) That's what most porn is striving for, I believe. (laughs) I mean, I guess kind of. Uh, I don't know about striving for, but achieving. Yeah, 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 well, striving for, assuming that that's what they were going for, because it seems like it is. Yep. Any (laughs) porn that is uh, the type of fetish porn that can be on YouTube because it contains no nudity is explicitly that. Like, more gross than it is sexy. Okay, so this may be just a stand-up joke premise from the late 90s, but like, Women if, are shopping. Are they shopping? No, that's <laughs> like 2004 or something. <laughs> it is not. Go on. <laughs> women, women be shopping is way more recent than the late 90s. No. <laughs> no, it's, of course it's not. Go on. Yes, it is. Women be shopping? That's, that's a like, Sinbad bit from 90, the early 90s. Uh, I guess it is. Fine. But people didn't care about it until recently. <laughs> oh, shut anyway. up. Go on. <laughs> anyway. Um, no. Um, so if if there's no nudity or sex... What makes something porn? Like, where is the line? Uh, uh, within the person watching it, I guess? According right? to the law, you'll know it when you see it. Yeah, I know. That's like the big, that's the big stand-up comedy joke. But like, will I? Because I'm not <laughs> jerking off to this stuff. I think sometimes if you see the we videos, the lady does too you much. You can tell. I can't hear anything Jeff's saying. But Jeff, you, you got to plug your mic in harder or something, dude. Because I cannot hear you. Oh no! Why is this happening to me? I don't know. You're having some trouble. I've done no, but I think uh, the longer you watch something that's just about, you know, feet stepping on cakes or something, the more you're like, (laughs) someone's enjoying this in a different way than I am not enjoying it. (laughs) Yeah, but couldn't that be true of everything? Like, if I watch videos, oh, this is going to be upsetting, but if I watch (laughs) videos of, like, of, like, cute cats crawling up a wall to, like, get at food or something, (laughs) like, I think that's really adorable, but probably someone is jerking off to this yeah like, probably ah well that's, so, that's ev- secret so of the internet. <laughs> everything is pornography so yeah. does that mean nothing is pornography i mean like we're not following por- incredibles rules here like <laughs> they're still porn no but what you're if everything is pornography then the word pornography doesn't mean anything because it applies to anything mm, it's just okay. not pornography to everyone so, okay, but okay, I guess so. How did we get here? So you've you've hacked your expensive electronic item and luckily didn't destroy it. Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, it's not luckily. Like you don't destroy it by. <laughs> they basically find a hole in the code to allow you to install uh, unofficial software. Um, it's never ever bricked systems. I mean, maybe in the past, but. It's definitely in the rare. past. 
I used to have a uh, PlayStation Portable, and people were always like, you should hack it so you can play Nintendo games on it. Um, but like, <laughs> you shouldn't hang out with people like that. They sound yeah. like assholes. <laughs> yeah, but when yeah, that's a real you, weird voice. <laughs> when you look up the like the the things the, the hack software and whatever, it's always like, okay, so this makes your system unusable forever. About fifty percent of the time, yeah. like no, then I'm not going to do that. I paid a lot of money for this. That's, that's like weird. a lot of the game genie codes were like, you'll be invincible, but if you ever stop moving even for a second, you'll glitch <laughs> through the floor and die. <laughs> if oh you my ever God. stop moving for a second, it will erase your social security number. <laughs> Speed 4, Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh man, it gives a whole new meaning to the term speed run. Yay, we did it. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Louisa, what did you do on the internet? What recipes did you look at? Well, I looked at medieval recipes. <laughs> I hear you chuckling. It's your turn, go! <laughs> I can't hear you! I can't you hear what you are turn, saying. said it's your turn, go. <sighs> yeah, I looked at some medieval recipes and it was great. I also you know that this is a show people are listening to, right? (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't do a whole lot on the internet. (laughs) This is a bad um, uh, flashpoint for our conversations. (laughs) Because I look at the same things I always look at. Of course, of course I do. What did I decide to look up on the internet? The whole of human knowledge? Oh, the things that I like. That's what I did. (laughs) But I think most people like more than one thing. Yeah, I also looked at the... I got back into the thing that uh, lets you combine two Pokemon to make a weird new Pokemon. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. From years that's ago. That's good stuff. I, I found we... it again recently, and I've been way into it again. <laughs> Didn't we look at some of those when we did digital painting a few weeks ago, and somebody had done digital paintings of those horrible oh, monstrosities? Yeah, I think we did, yes. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about people having too much time on their hands. Oh, we did that before the episode. I guess I'll have to include that anyway um okay so does it is it up to date like does it have all the new pokemon from sun and moon in there no no (laughs) well then what's the point yeah we don't know what those look like yet there's some of them now well i guess the other problem is uh that is uses sprites uh and now all the pokemon are 3d models and don't have little 2d images this is still the old super pixelated thing. So, why is the new Executor super tall? I love it. Do I like how stupid it? he is. Why is he so tall, though? Like, what? I read the description of it online. I don't know why, but like, it was. It said something like, "In the sun-drenched islands of whatever, alone." Lola, yeah, thank you. Um, uh, it's like these executors dr- grow super tall. Like they do know that trees grow super tall when there's not a lot of light, right? Like that's the whole thing of it. Is that the it way it works with palm like, trees, though? Might not be. I I think they only grow tall when they need to to get to the sunlight because there's not like there's a lot of ground cover. There's a lot of tall palm trees in Hawaii, though. Are there not? Yeah, I guess sure. But yeah, I don't think it has anything it look, to do with the sun. They just made it look more like a palm tree. But it was already a palm tree Pokemon. But it was also, like a fat, okay. it was a fat palm tree. Not to encroach <laughs> on you guys' other intellectual property, uh, your stupid Pokemon <laughs> podcast. But, Thank um, you for the plug. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, like, every Pokemon has a little thingy, like, a description of them, like, this is the uh, bladed bug Pokemon, or this is the zebra Pokemon, or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What What is that? Why do they do that? I don't know, because it is confusing. Like, there's four different ones called the mushroom Pokemon, and it's like, like are they in a class together somehow? Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem to have any relation to the game at all. It's just like, flavor. Pikachu... Pikachu is the electric mouse Pokemon, and I think I'm probably not the only one who, when I read that, was like, he's supposed to look like a mouse? <laughs> like, <sighs> what was your point? That you're mad about Executor? <laughs> Just like, is he called the palm tree Pokemon, and was he before? Because he always looked like a p- palm tree. Yeah. And also, what do eggs have to do with coconuts? Japan, I'm confused by you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I don't understand why there's ice types in uh, Hawaii, but it's fine. I still think we went over this, Louisa. It's because Hawaii has very cold spots on the top of its mountains. Yeah, Jeff's trying to tell me there's snow in Hawaii, which it doesn't have. It doesn't. Yeah, and then we googled it to try to find proof, and guess what? There is no proof. There was like, whoa, can you believe it? It snowed on the top of this mountain. Check this out. And it was like half an inch (sighs) of snow. Yeah, I've been to Hawaii. I (laughs) went on those mountains. There's no snow. There were like like it's like seventy degrees on the top of those mountains. There were like five different websites I went on, Louisa, that you ignored me. And Matt, you understand when Louisa does this because she does it to you on this show all the time too. I'm Uh, gaslighting you. Where, where, (laughs) yes, uh, where it said. Uh, it said that the Big Island of Hawaii has all but two of the world's uh, climate zones, and one of them was, like, super cold tundra, and the one that it didn't have was slightly less cold than that. I still can't believe this snow-wise. Uh, I mean, I guess parts of it maybe are very cold, but when I was looking for photos of snow, there weren't any photos where the snow was completely covering the grass. When you get up that high to get to the point where it can be that cold that close to the equator, it's also such thin oxygen that, like, a fucking giant rat monster couldn't live there anyway, or a dumb uh, cartoon fox that people want to jerk off to. Those are the ones that got ice treatments, right? Yes. Uh, First off, Vulpix is great. You're a monster. uh, Vulpix was designed for people to jerk off to. That's the only reason it exists. No, that's what Ninetales is designed for, because that's way more anthropomorphic. <laughs> they both have really, like, weirdly feminized, like, quote-unquote sexy eye shape. Well, yeah, all Vulpix Pokemon basically do. has Vulva right in its name. Oh, God, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it does not. That's crazy. It's a crazy thing to say. <laughs> yes. Volpe is. is Italian for fox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're all very clever. <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about on our Pokemon podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so everyone listen to their dumb Pokemon podcast if you want to hear more about stupid Pokemon. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited to play this new Pokemon game. I don't have to talk about it and like I don't really care. Okay, okay, here's my point though. Jeff, you were t- you were talking yes. about this this uh, ROM like homemade Pokemon game. Isn't the only reason to play new Pokemon games because of the new Pokemon in them? Like, isn't that the only real difference between them? 
Uh, yeah, I guess so, but I still play the, the remakes that come out, and those don't have new Pokemon in them. I think mm. for uh, X and Y, they got the game mechanics to be way better. I enjoyed it much more yep. than previous games. And it was the first one I'd finished in a really long time. Yeah, it was the first one I bought since... I think I I, I had Blue, and then... Did I get one in between there somewhere? I think I might have just gone straight from first generation to X and Y. I don't remember <laughs> if I bought any in between. How many were? How many generations were in there? Like four. X and Y was, was the pearl sixth, and sixth. Diamond and black and white. Yeah, maybe Gold I got silver. Maybe I got black and white. That sounds right. Yeah, I didn't play that one very long. It wasn't much better than previous ones. So I, quit. I I keep on wanting the new Pokemon games to have something more interesting to do during the battles, which is such a big part of the game. But it's yeah. always just picking one of four things. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird because the the battles themselves are almost like a test of all of the other things. Like, oh, we've put together, we've, um, we've you have to put together the team, and we're you're gonna battle to see if you did a good job. Yeah, I just sometimes. I mean, I think you're right, and I actually think that everything else about the Pokemon games are actually pretty okay, but. I wonder how much different the game would be if all the battles were automated and only lasted one second. If it was just like, you fought this thing, your you thing was strong your against that over. thing, you won. Uh, yeah, you're not considering it from the other side, though, because that's a real bummer. Well, no, but I mean, like, it's very rare. And like, I feel like the the outcomes of battles are decided before you go into the battle almost every time in Pokemon anyway, right? You get those uh, critical hits sometimes, and it's surprising. Yeah, but does that ever really change the outcome of the battle? Very rarely. Maybe in the main games uh, for most of it, but I feel like uh, the later gym leaders or the Elite Four have a little more strategy, and if you battle against real people, you definitely have to consider every move carefully. I suppose so, but when you say strategy, how much of that strategy is actually during the battle versus, like, picking your team ahead of time and training and stuff? Oh, most, uh, all? I don't know. It's like, you have to, you have to, you're not necessarily just gonna have four attacks on every Pokemon. There's different moves that do different things. It can be, it can be good to set up weather or, uh, an entrance, uh, hazard. You could have a Pokemon yeah. that doesn't have any actually damaging attacks, and then you definitely have to consider all your moves. That's true, but it it's also somewhat frustrating to me how much of that stuff is in there that doesn't actually make any difference at all. Yes, so that's often true. you'll be like, oh look, this will make it rain. I bet that will make my water types much better. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So Matt, uh, what did you do on the internet this week? Uh, so I don't know if you guys know, I assume you know this and celebrate it appropriately, uh, but yesterday was the 10-year anniversary of the OK Go Treadmills music video. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't actually, like, super care about that, but I do like OK Go, uh, and I saw that there was an article that where somebody was interviewing them, so I read it, and that led me to watch all of the OK Go music videos, and I'd seen... You know, when they were super popular, I saw the three or four that were out then, but I watched all the rest of them since then. And I guess my question is, 
Does anyone deserve to be famous more than OK Go? I feel like these guys work super hard at it and are really talented. Yeah, but then it's very gimmicky. And it becomes to the point where it's like, yeah, their music is kind of mediocre, but they worked so hard on this video. Well, so what? (laughs) Well, but I mean, if the video is is entertaining enough that millions and millions and millions of people want to watch it. Then yeah, they could watch the video. That's their flame. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, and I'm... <laughs> you're very argumentative today, Louisa. No, I feel like you're saying... That's because I was attacked. That's because I was attacked right away. That's <laughs> one reason. But uh, I feel like if you... I feel like you're saying they should have more acclaim as a band. No, I'm oh, saying... Okay. I'm saying I think that they deserve their fame more than perhaps anyone else who's famous right now. Yeah, maybe. Okay. That seems right. It's a strange thing to say. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, there are definitely musicians whose music I like more, but I'm pretty sure they don't work as hard as OK Go does, and, like, they're only really good at music, mm-hmm. whereas the OK Go guys have done a lot of work on these weird things that they do also, which I appreciate mm. and am, am entertained by. Okay. Did you see, have you guys seen the video uh, where they're on the electric unicycles in Japan? With the umbrellas? No. No. Oh my god, it is unbelievable! I was so, like, wowed by it. I can't believe they managed to pull it off. It's like, they're on these unicycles and they're opening and closing umbrellas in time with the music or whatever. And they go out into this parking lot and there's tons of uh, dancers there with umbrellas. And then the crane shot goes up and it turns out to be a helicopter shot. And it goes up and up and up. And then the whole parking lot turns into like a like a pixel screen where all of the umbrellas opening spell out words and draw pictures and stuff. It's crazy. How did they do that? (laughs) I do like that one where they have Ikea furniture and uh, uh, dogs that need to be adopted. That's pretty Yeah, that's a really good one. I mean, they're all pretty good. I don't think that there are any that are bad. I guess some of their songs aren't very good. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But like, that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, fine. They've achieved their correct level of fame then. Yeah, so good for them. Yeah, good job, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's it? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I guess. Oh, why aren't you doing more on the internet? You know that this is what you have to do every week. Uh, I watched like (laughs) two hours of videos specifically to help us discuss a thing. (laughs) Really? Is that why you Uh, watched it? I mean, that was a major factor, yes. I was like, oh, this is a thing I can talk about on the podcast. <laughs> hmm. uh, Jeff, what did you do on the internet this week? He I did. He told started. You. What was no, it? I went. I, went, I, I hacked my Vita hacked to play Pokemon thingy. games. Oh, that's right. I thought we were still talking about Pokemon because I was talking about Pokemon. Everyone in the <laughs> fucking world is talking about Pokemon all the goddamn yeah, time. Yeah, get on board. <laughs> Well, when I say Man, everyone a, in the world, I mean just you two. <laughs> it's a Pokemon world. We're just living in it. Uh, no, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I think I think if you look over the documents, you'll find that I'm right. <laughs> the oh man, court okay. stenographer uh, notes of this one. <laughs> Okay, so if there was ever a time when we needed proof that ran- random Reddit is not random. Yeah, and I would like to talk about this a little more, but go on. Uh, so we have, the three of us have done our random button <clears throat> to pull up Reddit. <clears throat> Jeff's one is, 
r slash music theory which seems to be an interesting wait where are you seeing that i didn't get that one jeff sent it through google chat instead of into the hangout box like he always does i don't know how to get into the hangout box from my phone with i can't see it and i won't be able to click on it well i'll send it it. if we end up doing that one what was I it can't again? see yours is either. Oh, for Christ's sake, you guys are like <laughs> it's like doing a podcast with my mom. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just gonna say. Wait. I literally don't have access to that chat from where I'm on the thing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, it's funny because our mom listens to this podcast, so she's gonna be insulted by that. Sorry, mom. Okay. Um, <laughs> The r slash music theory is the one Jeff got, and it's a discussion of music theory, which is probably something we are woefully underqualified to talk about, so that's fine. Uh, mine that I got was r slash vegan circle jerk. Is it? Does it disturb anyone else? I guess it probably wouldn't. It certainly disturbs me that all of the ones that I click end up being a circle jerk of some kind. <laughs> I just I, hate that it's this, like, faux, edgy, like, ooh, we said something kind of wrong to describe a very mundane thing. Like, I used to like a lot of tumblers that were, like, abandoned building pictures, but of course it was called abandoned building porn, and we yeah. clicked on F1 porn that one time. Like, it's this dumb, lazy, shocking nonsense. Yes, but also, guys, can you be honest with me for a second? Is there something about my personality that makes you think circle jerk you are a huge yes. jerk off <laughs> hey now <laughs> when i said be honest with me i guess i didn't mean it <laughs> um and louisa got r slash red dwarf which is an obscure well not a, that obscure i guess but uh a british science fiction tv series that louisa and i watched growing up and probably no one in America has ever heard of unless we told them about it. Yeah, it's a real I obscure... I feel like people have now. <laughs> it's a real obscure Like, people who got into, like, the long. IT crowd and stuff, they uh, they got into shows like that. Every nerd have... loves Red Dwarf. All of them. Yeah, I suppose they do, but also, I don't know, like... It was on PBS. It was free for anybody to watch. I love Red Dwarf, uh, and I've watched every episode dozens of times, However, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, it was better at the beginning before they got rid of their premise. Yes. That was its golden days. <laughs> and it was never great. I mean, it's, <laughs> it is great in that I love it. I absolutely love it. But like, I've tried to have friends since then watch episodes and I've re- had to come to the harsh realization that I love it, but no one else should. <laughs> That's I've fair. only seen episodes that Matt has shown me, and I don't understand what it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm uh, looking but... at the header. The header image is very sad because they're all old, and several of them are supposed to be robot people, but you can still tell that they're very old. Because they're still making this show. Again, uh, we should tell our audience. This show well, from, like, 1978. I mean, the Incorrect, last season- 1988. <laughs> the, the last season they made was like three years ago and i do, are I, they planning on making yes, any more yes they are yeah season 11 is coming up <laughs> well that's stupid the 11th <laughs> but, season uh, in i want to talk years. about how weird it is that uh i got that because i i think i've said before i really don't use this computer for anything but doing this podcast 
And mm-hmm. I only look up things on Google that we're talking about while we're on the show, so I don't see any reason that it should have given me Red Dwarf based on my search results, knowing that I would like it, unless it can read my mind. I was just have gonna say that watched, it could. Have you watched <laughs> Red Dwarf on any streaming thing ever? No. On streaming, mm. never. Have you inserted a Red Dwarf DVD into your TiVo? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, and how have you watched it? <laughs> Not, I haven't watched any episodes since I've had TiVo. Huh, that's a long time. Yeah, I know. So anyway, which one do we want to do? Music theory, <laughs> vegan, circle jerk, or red dwarf? I feel like we've already started in on red dwarf, but uh... <laughs> I suppose so. I mean, I'm happy to do red dwarf. I think I'm probably, of the three of us, the person who likes it the most, so... Yeah, I certainly like it, but uh, I feel like that might lead us down a bad path where we just talk about the show. Well, yeah, but yeah, do Jeff we and I have done that with comic like? books a half dozen <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, I know, and it was bad every time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but this is your chance to get revenge on us. <laughs> I'd only be getting revenge on Jeff because he wouldn't be able to join the yeah. conversation. <laughs> well, then, and eventually we'll get a Reddit that I hate and you two are into, and then I'll then the circle will be unbroken. <laughs> Uh, my vote is for music theory because we lost our our we have a lost episode now our guitar circle jerk episode. Oh, that's we true. Mo- All of my references most, won't make sense. We most likely have a lost episode. Matt might still be able to recover those files. I'm holding out hope. I seriously doubt it. I spent about three hours trying to figure it out earlier, and I was not able to. <laughs> Vegan circle jerk sounds like A, it would make us mean, and B, it would make us sound ignorant because none of us are vegans or even vegetarians, and uh, we wouldn't know that much about it. Yeah, the thing is, I agree with all of the, even the most hardcore vegans, so... Uh, you don't agree enough to be a vegan, though. Well, yeah, the things the things I believe and the things I do don't always line up. Oh, man, did you guys see that new mushroom leather that they're making now? No. Uh, that, sounds, that sounds well, like an item from mario rpg it's leather made from mushrooms so it's gotta be a little horrible hmm. anyway uh okay so here okay i think we could rule out vegan circle jerk i don't think any of us wants to talk about that right yeah <laughs> sure okay the thing about music theory is that I'm very bad at music theory, <laughs> and I don't think that I will be able to talk much about this because I'll spend all of my time reading and trying to understand things that I cannot possibly grasp. Well, well do we, we have don't ever more spend f- the time reading about sports, we just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, do we have more yeah. fun talking about a boring subreddit? Because music theory is definitely a boring subreddit. I think we just spend less time talking about the subreddit when it's boring. <laughs> like, hmm. our last sports episode, Louisa, we spent 40 of the 40 minutes of the hour talking about rock fire explosion. I know, and it was the greatest episode we ever did. <laughs> I was told by our number one fan that it was our best episode yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, huh. So, uh, I, I, I don't know. Music theory is... Maybe the most boring subreddit. It, like, doesn't even have a header image. It barely has a logo. Yeah, I think I'm gonna lead Red Dwarf on this one. Red Dwarf? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I guess. If it's not music theory, I guess I'd rather be Red Dwarf. Yeah, I just don't think... 
I mean, I don't know. Do do you guys know a ton about music theory? No, I don't know anything about it. I took it in high school. I know some things. Okay, so like, (laughs) for instance, there's a post on music theory, and the title of it is D A E B F sharp G flat D flat A flat E flat B flat F C G question mark. Can we talk about that? <laughs> oh, now I definitely want to do uh, music theory more than anything else in my life. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. We can do it. Do we want to do music theory? I feel like there are fans listening to this. Our fan listening to this is really angry at us for not choosing one of these, but I don't know which one it would be. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh. Well, yeah, let's do music, music theory. theory. Screw choice. it. <laughs> okay, music theory. Let's do it. Uh, so the top post of all time is a theory <laughs> about a song rather than a piece Hold of on, music Hold on, we're theory. not jumping in there. We have to jump in by explaining the board. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, you do it. Uh, it's got so much sidebar rules. <laughs> so it doesn't really have a header, but it has the little Reddit robot standing on a... Uh, uh, next to a... Uh, a treble clef is that what I want to say? No, that's a bass clef. There this is go. not a it. good board for us. <laughs> I to told you I knew nothing about it, and it says music theory next to uh, the robot. And yeah, it doesn't really explain what it is at all. It just has rules about being professional and no help on uh, homework assignments and uh, no memes or <laughs> Facebook screenshots or other okay. things. Okay, so no if- jokes, I guess. I have okay. I feel like we are rapidly becoming experts on Reddit, and I would like to point out if your rules for your subreddit include that you're not allowed to have memes, then you are not supposed to be on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> that is all Reddit is for. I don't know if I agree. I think uh, that you can have a subreddit that is not for memes. I guess okay. Maybe not. Maybe you can rule out memes, but memes, images, image macros, screenshots, these are all ruled out by this thing. And like, that's most of Reddit. That's like all. I don't want to just read text on Reddit. Is that what this is for? Yeah, this is a resource for people to have help with music theory. Oh, but, oh uh, man, I thought so music theory text. was entirely about uh, knowing how to read sheet music and stuff. But, like, uh, I went to see what Jeff was talking about with the top one of all time, and so it can be about, like, trying to figure out what songs mean. I do that all I, the nope. time. <laughs> I don't think it can. Yeah. It's a, it's a joke. I like that idea. I want more people to do that. <laughs> yeah, but it has not ten times. Is. It has ten times more upvotes than the second most popular post of all time. I love it. Ah. <laughs> uh. Mm-hmm, I'm reading it. Yep. I yes. See, this is going to be this whole episode <laughs> is us reading yeah. the purely text and nothing else on this board. Ugh, music I, theory. I clicked. I clicked on the hell. post that you mentioned uh, as being just a series of notes, uh, and mm-hmm. apparently it's a Reddit joke about the phrase "Does anyone else?" being abbreviated to DAE. Uh, and then there's a music theory concept called the circle of fifths uh, that can start with the notes D A E, and they just continue the circle of fifths after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. 
yeah, that's the level that this subreddit is operating on. You need to know a, a lot about music theory and barely have a sense of humor. Oh, dear. Yeah, this is the thing, right? Because this subreddit, I think, could be kind of fun if it was a bunch of people who know a lot about music theory, but, like, still doing normal internet things, like posting snarky memes at each other and stuff. Like, I could get into that, but this is just, like, no one have any fun. You must only talk about things that is impenetrable to anyone who doesn't have an advanced degree in music theory. Well, That's probably music theory circle jerk is the one you want. Yeah, if you click on one of the top links and it's a joke I've been dying to share with some music geeks, you'll see some real dad humor in there. <laughs> if that's what you're looking for. Uh, oh, it looks yeah. like classical memes. Uh, r slash classical memes is where they put all their memes. <laughs> Great. So lucky we're not there, I guess. <laughs> all right. So I yes. don't play any musical instruments. I love to sing, but I'm very bad at it. Uh, but you guys <laughs> both play musical instruments. I know Matt does. Jeff, do you play a musical uh, instrument? I have not in a while, but I do know how to play a few musical instruments. So does this interest you guys at all on that level? Here's the thing. No. I know several <laughs> people who are very into music theory who are like, probably some of the smartest people i know and also very talented folks like our friend zach or our friend emma um are both into music theory and know a lot about it and that's awesome but i've tried to understand the things they say to me about music theory and it feels like that moment in a cartoon when somebody gets hit on the head and suddenly they can't speak english anymore (laughs) okay (laughs) I know how to play instruments and I can read sheet music and then make that music happen on an instrument on several instruments. But like when people are like, oh, well, in this chord, you need to add this like, you know, this seventh in order to make it diminished. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm uh, slightly more advanced than Matt in that I understand the construction and progression of chords, but I have very little skill playing uh, instruments or writing songs. Like, music theory just doesn't really... You can know about it and not know how to play an instrument. (laughs) And you can know how to play instruments and not know at all about music theory. So it's kind of unrelated to being able to play things. It's Hmm. sort of math, really. More than it is. It's like it is to uh, playing an instrument what math is to, like, carpentry. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, like be- I, some be- of it can help you, but it's never going to make you a genius at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so... it's it's almost like it's the theory behind music. <laughs> I guess, but I mean, I like when you people are talking about sports and they talk about like learning the like fundamentals behind the sport. It makes you better at being good at the sport, and I guess that's true of music theory with music as well, but. I think some of the best musicians of all time didn't really understand music theory. They weren't music writers, but people who are good at playing music don't necessarily need to know music theory. I think it's less uh, less like the fundamentals of sports and more like studying physics to get better at sports. I think your fundamentals would just be like, 
practicing scales and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Uh, cause you can play, uh, it's, it's like, you could play really well, uh, and understand on like an emotional and skill-based level what you're doing, but music theory is sort of a framework to, uh, understand with language something that maybe you only understand, uh, with that ethereal a part of you that can just play. Was that too deep? very boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about any of this. <laughs> I wish it was about figuring out what songs mean, because I love that. <laughs> Guys, is it too late to go do Red Dwarf? <laughs> uh... Uh, yes, it's too late. We're committed. <laughs> All right, so what's your biggest theory of what a song means, Louisa? Okay, so yeah. the song, the Billy Joel song, Scenes from a, an Italian Restaurant. Are you familiar yes. with this, both of you? You know which yes. song I'm talking about? A bottle of red, a bottle of wine, etc. A bottle of red, a bottle of white, please. <laughs> Get your lyrics I was, correct. <laughs> I was referring to a joke that Stuart Wellington makes all the time. Well, on that doesn't help me. <laughs> the Flophouse. Yeah, Thank talk very only much. about our own jokes. So the chorus and some of the verses, I don't know. I, I know so little about music theory. I don't know how to tell you about the structure of the song. <laughs> but there are parts of the song where it is a person meeting another person in an Italian restaurant, an old friend they haven't seen in a long time. And there are other parts where they're talking about high school and these two cool kids. I think the people meeting in the Italian restaurant were the cool kids. I think it's Brenda and Eddie who've moved on. They got a divorce. They married other people. It's them meeting again. And they're talking about Brenda and Eddie in the past as if they're different people. And they've been hypnotized into forgetting that no. they used to be those people. <laughs> uh, they're simulants. They're, they're clones no. of the original <laughs> Brenda and Eddie. Stop trying to punch up my excellent theory. <laughs> well, I like, did not know that the woman's name was Brenda until like last year because Billy Joel pronounces it Render. Yeah, that's her name. That's a much cooler name. Dude, that sounds like a an awesome like hacker in a post apocalyptic future movie. <laughs> I'm pretty that's gotta be a, a character in the Matrix, right? Yeah, right? How the fuck did they not have a character called Render? That's an awesome name. <laughs> or no, that's oh. definitely a character on reboot. <laughs> no, I wish. Although Render is kind of a violent name for a cartoon a children's cartoon. I was thinking render like you render 3D graphics. Yeah, I know. But what makes it so awesome is its dual meaning, you see. Yeah. I see. Oh, I understand. I was imagining a computer nerd a character. a pig or cow to get all the fat out of there. For yes. candle purposes. <laughs> and also render like a person who rends things. Yeah, you can rend things. But to render is usually to break down an animal carcass. Yeah, but I'm saying that there's multiple, there's three yeah. meanings now, yes, and they're all. I'm trying awesome. to agree with you. <laughs> I know, and I'm agreeing with you louder. <laughs> so my theory is excellent, don't you think? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Probably. What is your theory about a song? What is your theory about a song? My like? my theory about C is from Italian restaurant. It doesn't have to be that song. <laughs> that uh, I think that all of the things are like the the guy who's talking to the old friend though. Is talking to the musician, isn't he? The one who's playing the piano? You're thinking of Piano Man. I think he's some kind of Piano Man. 
<laughs> That's probably it. The microphone smells like a beer, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, wait. Are okay. Shoving slices of bread into his jar. <laughs> okay yeah here's my new here's my new song theory yeah billy joel is a piano player in a bakery okay yeah they're like what are you doing here his microphone smells like a beer because of the yeast used to bake the bread okay and everyone's asking him what he's doing there because normally bakeries don't have piano players <laughs> Not because he's very exactly. good. Why is there a bartender who works in this bakery? Uh, they gotta have something to do during the day, Louisa. Bars don't open until like 5pm. So they Actually, get around blue laws by having bartenders serve alcohol in bakeries? Baker is the perfect second job for a bartender. Because... Because they just want to be up and working 24 hours a day. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, you're... you're Work your bar- tending bar till two a.m. That's right when the bakery opens. You start baking the bread for the day. You sell it till like noon. Then you go to bed and you sleep till the bar opens at like six. That's perfect. This is <laughs> well, a great you idea. Solved it. You solved the economic crisis. <laughs> I would be surprised if there wasn't at least one bartender out there who has a second job as a baker. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I would be very surprised if there is such a thing. Frankly. Is the- is there such a thing as a job as a baker? <laughs> <laughs> You're just nine to five job. Is you go and you punch your punch card to be a baker. Yep, exactly. Like, Fuck you. This bread isn't done, but it's but five listen, o'clock. I'm leaving. But listen, Billy Joel has invented this new bread that comes in a jar and it keeps it safe. It keeps it st- uh, from getting stale longer. That's pretty good. Although it's there is brilliant. canned bread, a remnant of war rations, which is horrible. Yes, but it's not that. It's in a jar. It <laughs> says fancy. jar. It says jar in the song. It's artisanal. Pay attention to the fucking lyrics, <laughs> Louisa. Come on. It's true. It is. But people put the bread in the jar. Yeah. It's a DIY thing. It's the new <laughs> hipster trend. <laughs> That you sit at the bar and put bread in a jar? Yeah. You you come in, they give you the dough, they give you the jar, you put the bread in the jar, and then they bake it for you, and you get to take it home. And you do, this is a bakery that just makes you little mason jar loaves. <laughs> That's great! You have to break them with a tiny hammer to get the bread out. <laughs> mason jars are so cheap, why wouldn't you? <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> is it a great idea? Are you sure? Yes. You have to. It will only work in like L.A. or San Francisco, though. <laughs> I feel like it's instantly going to get shut down because you've got shards of broken glass in the bread. Yes, exactly. Okay. You no, know, you obviously grease the inside of the jar so it'll just slide right off once you break it. Ooh, and we can name the bakery after the song that inspired it and call it White Bread World. I don't get it. No, I don't either. (laughs) I was trying, because throughout that whole rant, we never actually directly referenced Piano Man, and then I was trying to think of another Billy Jill song that had bread in it, and then I went to Uptown Girl, which has White Bread World, is what she lives in. Oh, I was trying to think of it as a song title, and I couldn't get anything. No, it's Uptown Billy Girl. Billy Joel just loves title. bread, doesn't he? Well, he mentioned it twice in his, like, <laughs> 700 songs, yes. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so the new music theory is Billy Joel's obsessed with bread. 
Maybe you close those mason jars ahead of time, or like you know how you boil the jar so that as it cools, it creates suction, mm-hmm. and that way you can be baking that bread under pressure. Oh, great! You've just invented the Christmas pudding. You're a genius. No, I just referenced another Billy, Billy Joel, Joel song, reference. which is amazing, and I'm a great person. <laughs> I'm doing a victory lap around my office. <sighs> and are you back yet? <laughs> I'm done. I never. I didn't okay, get up. Good. It what? All. No, don't bring the fiction. <laughs> it was movie magic. <laughs> oh man. Okay, uh, no Jeff, wonder do you have any. You. Jeff, do you have any theories about Billy Joel songs? It doesn't okay. have to be Billy Joel songs. It does. It does have to be Billy Joel songs. <laughs> I already presented my theory about Piano Man being all about bread. Uh, so I'm going to give my theory about what scenes from an Italian restaurant is about. Ah, <laughs> yes. I'm going to say that it's uh, about seven and a half minutes long. Boo. Mm. Uh. No, I don't think Billy Joel had anything in mind when he was writing it. I think that he was on a lot of drugs and just was like... Because the inspiration for the opening line, he said, was when a waiter asked him what kind of wine he wanted at a restaurant. Yeah, he said, I saw, I also saw this Storytellers or Unplugged or whatever the fuck it was. (laughs) He needed something for the chorus. He already had this whole song in mind. And don't tell me he just got drunk and was like, oh, I'll just do a thing where people are meeting after years of not seeing each other and also they're reminiscing about high school. Like, no one just comes up with that. That's what every song in the 70s and 80s was about. <laughs> high school reunions. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen has I mean, built an entire career on reminiscing about what it was like when we were teenagers. Also Bon Jovi and Foreigner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. New Billy Joel theory. That's what this board is, right? Yep. <clears throat> okay. We Didn't Start the Fire is actually uh, a summary of the plea of innocence from the Son of Sam killer. That's what? fair enough. And David the... Berkowitz didn't start the fire. Billy Joel is apologizing for the, the Son of Sam killer. Uh, I'm gonna posit an opposite theory. It's about uh, someone who accidentally burned down a history library. <laughs> <laughs> what is a history library? <laughs> a library but only American history. Like the Library of Congress or something. And only the history from after 1930 or so. Uh, listen, there's a limited amount of space for lyrics in your song. <laughs> this is pretty dumb. <laughs> Wait, what if it's about... What if it's about um, Alexander the Great burning down the library of... What is Alexandria? Wait, no, that can't be right. Well, somebody burned that library down. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't Alexander the Great. Cause it <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was him. named after him, so... Um, whoever did that? Who burned it down? Mm, the Phoenicians? Me. Am I slandering the Phoenicians? I mean, you are, but that's just your M.O. <laughs> Alexandria. Okay. Uh, <laughs> C- Caesar? Yes. Julius Caesar did it. Okay. Uh, so, the we've, we've definitely the settled it. Billy Joel, we didn't start the fires about Julius Caesar. Okay, <laughs> yeah. perfect. Yeah, and did how he mentioned had all croutons the... at all in that song? Because I could tie it back into the whole bread thing. <laughs> Was there a Caesar salad mentioned at any point? Oh, boo. <laughs> what? Do you think... Do you think she's always a woman to me is about a transgendered person? 
It's supposed to be about New York City, isn't it? Uh, also, it's a fucking terrible song. It's full of garbage. Yes. Guys, uh, here's what the Billy thing Joel song are we going to put at the end of this episode? Most uh, of them the are pretty bad. It's the worst one. <laughs> What'd you say, Jeff? Uh, most of them are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, Billy Joel is not a very nice person or a very good musician. Actually, he's a very good musician. His just his songs are bad. A lot of yeah. his songs are perfectly listenable, but like I don't go out of my way to hear them. I think that uh, Billy Joel is an excellent example of someone who has very good grasp of music theory and yet just isn't a very good musician. <laughs> I can't. I feel like I can't agree with you. I don't like listening to his music very much, but I do think he's a good musician. Okay, I guess I shouldn't say he's not a very good musician as much as that his songs just aren't very good. Yeah, yeah. that's probably accurate. But they're I like do, technically accomplished. I do always but leaning towards. I do always lean towards admiring uh, someone who writes a lot of complicated lyrics because I like that best in songs. That's what Matt yeah, likes but best, so- also. Yes, it's like we're related or something, but (laughs) that's true, but also sometimes people are just a little too clever, like they're trying to be too, too cute with it, and that gets on my nerves. Mm -hmm. Like a William Joel, for instance. (laughs) Or also definitely the Owl City songs. His worst song is definitely the uh, River Dreams. That's, oh, that's a bad one <laughs> i heard that song so many times because my parents had that cd when i was a kid because it was like everyone's parents had that cd <laughs> yeah that's that in the in the 80s that was what came out as the afterbirth when you had a child <laughs> oh, gross <laughs> you're telling Whoa. me i gestated inside of the, the village all off of river of dreams no i'm saying it was your placenta all of your, all of yeah. the nutrients from your mother traveled through Billy Joel's River of Dreams to get to you. That's but it caused you to develop cord. antibodies against the music, I guess. Yes, and that's exactly. why you don't yeah, like it now. Don't like it. Perfect. <laughs> this is my music theory now. Here. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so the stranger, a... that one. That's pretty bad, so... right? I don't know that I know that song. How does it go? It's about how everyone wears a mask and you don't know anyone really and you think you're going home to your lover, but they're also wearing a mask and maybe they're cheating on you and maybe you secretly hate Louisa, everyone. you're thinking of the movie Eyes Wide Shut again. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Stranger Wait, no, is about... It's about uh, Nicole Kidman was definitely in topless in this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many songs have uh, Tom Cruise as the main character? <laughs> Uh, Most, highway to the danger zone for sure right <laughs> what's that uh, uh life in the fast lane that's probably not uh, tom cruise right old, no that was a title song yeah I know. old time rock and roll probably uh yeah I there you go has tom cruise as the main character yeah. oh the, okay. that eagle the song, mission impossible like theme song 90 percent of fucking songs is about cocaine yeah i know i'm to- listen you listen. Cocaine, cocaine does not exist in a vacuum. Somebody needs to be doing it. I mean, <laughs> it does Tom if Cruise? you're vacuuming it As up I'm off saying, Tom Cruise's floor. <laughs> and I'm saying it is entirely possible that the character doing the cocaine in Life of the Fast Lane is Tom Cruise. So that's your music theory, then. <laughs> yes. New theory. 
What okay. if you replace the lyrics, uh, change them from Life in the Fast Lane to Tom Cruise Loves Cocaine? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Weird Al. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to sing it because that's embarrassing. And you don't know how that song goes. <laughs> okay, here's no, the do. new game. Here's a new game, guys. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you a song. And you tell me a theory about that song, what it really means, okay? Absolutely. <clears throat> okay. Louisa, I'm going to start with you. Mm-hmm. Typical. Smoke on the water. <clears throat> uh, oh, this is tough because I know exactly what it actually means. And it's like <laughs> taking over my brain now. Should yeah, only give us songs that where we know the real meaning. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it can't be that then, is what you're saying? <laughs> I need a theory, not a fact. It needs to be unprovable. <laughs> okay, okay. A theory okay, like think gravity? <clears throat> Alright, it's about a plane going down in the Pacific Ocean. Uh-huh. And an island... Oh, no, I... no, not the Pacific Ocean. The Bermuda Triangle. A plane mm-hmm. going down the Bermuda Triangle. And the person singing the song can see the smoke and the fire. But when they get to it, there's nothing there. And maybe it was ghosts all along. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> it probably okay. was right yeah i guess i mean probably <laughs> all right jeffrey yes your song is call me maybe by carly ray jepson okay so it's about someone with 51st states disease <laughs> okay uh, and she's giving her phone number to someone at the club and she's like call me maybe because it might not be me it might be i might have my memory be gone so i won't remember giving you my number oh man and it's a sequel to that song where there are a million different people from one day to the next what song is that uh what is that song uh bittersweet symphony i got there yep you know you remember how he mumbles that repeatedly in that terrible song i don't Okay. I don't listen to lyrics really. It takes I have to like pay attention to learn them. Is it possible that Duran Duran's song Rio was a prophecy about the Rio Olympics that are going on yes, right now? Yes, absolutely because all of Duran Duran's songs have lyrics as if they're a fucking Nostradamus prophecy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, remember like there any other ones okay. at all. Okay. Remember their game. 1984 hit 911 will happen? new game we're going to go through the lyrics of duran duran's rio and we're going to figure out how they can possibly apply to the modern day olympics i hate this i'm no good at prophecies i can't even figure out game of thrones (laughs) (laughs) all right guys moving on the floor now babe you're a bird of paradise obviously relates to floor gymnastics am i right yes and birds of paradise are very common in rio de janeiro well, yes, that's it's all probably... coming together. They're very <laughs> but... common on the American gymnastics Wait, Olympic team. Louisa, yes, you can't interpret these obscure lyrics to <clears throat> figure out how they relate to the place Rio. No, because that's actually why they were written. <laughs> Listen, you dummy! They were not written about Rio de Janeiro. It was written about the Rio Grande River, Rio Grande. Oh yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, cherry ice cream smile. I suppose it's very nice. <sighs> Is there That's about in the, the official flag? guys. Is there such a thing as cherry ice cream? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to work in an ice cream store, and that was one of the best flavors. 
Yeah, Cherry Garcia is very good. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that one too. Yes. Cherry uh, ice cream smile though. Mm, is that related to a figure, a shadowy figure who will the thing lead is, the world? <laughs> I think that's supposed to imply red lips, but cherry ice cream is not oh. very red. No, no that, it's it's definitely a reference to the uh, concurrent release of the film Suicide Squad with the Joker in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Yes! I like that. <laughs> it all comes yep. together. So it's it's not just a prophecy about the Olympics. It's a prophecy <clears throat> about our modern world. Oh, my God. At the end of this, is it going to tell us, like, our, our fate? Because <laughs> the last two lines are. No, no, you don't get there yet. Do, 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 Oh, it's more Yeah, we're all going to get covered in doo-doo. figure it out. We'll find out where the Declaration of Independence is buried. <laughs> why is it buried? Who yeah, why is it buried? Museum? We don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out that the Declaration of Independence is buried. <laughs> Guys, it's it's buried under the history library. <laughs> I think that's what I'm the getting at. The clues are all through the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, guys, go back through this podcast and listen for clues about what the end of the podcast will be about. (laughs) You'll never figure it out. (laughs) Oh, God damn it. (laughs) Two of of a billion stars, it seems so much to me. They're talking about how there's only two famous people in the Olympics. Oh, which two? Michael Phelps and another one. <laughs> Did you guys see? Wait, can we get into vegan circle jerk for a second? Did you see that vegan weightlifter? No. The only U.S. weightlifter in competition this year is a vegan. How crazy is that? That's pretty. That's crazy. pretty cool. Yeah, good for him. That must He's be super into lentils. Uh, it's like not hard to be healthy uh protein wise with veganism but i can imagine it would be hard to build a lot of muscle yeah yeah he set the u.s record for weightlifting at 800 pounds wow that's awesome now i hope i hope for my vegan friends that they never get questioned about how they get uh enough protein ever again in their lives considering that of the three of us on this podcast i'm the only one who kind of heard about this story i don't think it's gonna have the widespread popularity you're anticipating although perhaps duran duran knew something i don't oh they, they knew lots of things that we don't, don't know yeah. <laughs> they knew the entire future <laughs> two of a billion stars it means so much to me like a birthday or a pretty view Hmm. Birthday. Whose birthday is it today? Ooh. Googling. Yeah, find out. Birthdays today. Enter. Famousbirthdays.com. Uh. Oh, you've got a Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron turned 41 today. Uh, mm, She's South African. Does that mean anything? Uh, that's a country in the Olympics. Mm, that's pretty good. It's a good lead. Anyone else's birthday? Uh, of course, Vine star Darren Black is number one. <laughs> I was just going to say what YouTube is wrong- star Chandler Wilson turns 18 today. What is wrong with your website, famousbirthdays.com? <laughs> Go to Wikipedia for birthdays of today. No. Oh, the lead, si- the lead singer of Iron uh, Iron Maiden? Yeah, Iron Maiden turned 58 today. David Duchovny turns 56. <laughs> I thought you were trying to tell us David Duchovny was the lead singer of Iron Maiden. And I <laughs> that would be awesome. 
David Duchovny. Hmm. Okay, wait. Two of a billion stars. David Duchovny is into aliens. Yeah, aliens. Is this related? Or could it be uh, the eyes of the giant Jesus that looks out over the city? Oh, like a pretty view. Yeah. Mm. Jesus' birthday is Christmas. How okay. does this tie in? Two of a billion stars. Birthday, pretty view. Okay. Jesus' birthday is December 25th. I didn't know that Lindsay Lohan's ex-girlfriend, DJ Samantha Ronson, uh, was that much older than her. She turns 39 today. Do you guys think it's possible that a another star will collide with the sun on December 25th of this year? Oh my god, I don't think it's just possible. I think it is definitely going to happen. Oh yeah. man. In some <laughs> ways, it's already happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, this is definitely... I'm 100% sure that this is Duran Duran predicting the end of the universe. Mm-hmm. We can only hope, because otherwise we'll have to live to see all these horrors that they have foretold in their song Rio. <laughs> yeah, like, at the end of the drive, the lawmen arrive to make you feel alive. Oh, mm, that's definitely about police brutality and those cop videos where they give people ice cream. Yeah. Yes, yes. To make Cherry ice cream smiles. Yep. Oh man, it's all coming together. Oh man, guys. Okay, so the last verse of Rio is uh I'll take my chance cuz luck is on my side. I'll tell you something I know what you're thinking. Oh no. <laughs> oh man, this is a dark <laughs> prophecy. Yeah, it's about gambling on the episode. Olympics. <laughs> is this a creepy podcast episode? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to release this on on Thursday also. It'll post on my website on Tuesday and Thursday. (laughs) You know, I listen to the 80s station in my car a lot, and I have a feeling that if this song comes on, I'm going to scream and crash my car now. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's weird, because the next line is, Louisa, you're going to scream and crash your car. (laughs) How did I never notice I learned before? (laughs) You just thought it was referring to another famous Louisa. Wait, another? Are you yeah. saying she's a famous Louisa now? I was talking about Louisa May Alcott, the only famous Louisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad. Okay, so I hope you guys like this weird, weird, weird episode of our show. <laughs> it's our best episode yet. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we definitely do better with the boring ones. I don't know how or why, but that seems to be the way things go. Well, I think I was you'll real find worried. if you t- pay attention and use uh, the terms very loosely that we did spend the entire episode talking about music theory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the loosest sense. I feel bad for our, fr- our aforementioned friends who do know about music theory who mm-hmm. may be like, oh, look at the title of this episode. I bet I'm going to care about this. And then they won't. Yeah. No, they won't at all. I feel like our original goal was to find random subreddits and cover every topic in the world, but I think now it's just that we find every topic and disappoint people who are interested in that topic. <laughs> oh, I oh like yeah, this. just like we disappointed the members of the Forever Alone subreddit. Oh yeah, those guys hate us. Apparently, they posted. I will not they posted it. about us. We well, got. I, I got about. about I got about fifty page views, specifically linking from Reddit in like a day. Hmm. Cool. They're really boosting our numbers. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
I looked Thanks, at the guys. thing. I looked at the thing, and they were like, "These stupid idiots just tell us the same advice that everyone else does." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's because it's good advice, and you should take it." Spoilers: We're smart, well-adjusted people. <laughs> Spoilers: No, we aren't. <laughs> no, no. Jeff met that in three separate, distinct qualities. One of us is smart. One of us is well-adjusted, and one of us is a person. <laughs> Oh man, does that mean two of us are Cylons or Reptilians? <laughs> and which one of us is well-adjusted? <laughs> I think maybe it might be you by default. That can't be true. <laughs> How could that possibly be true? I think uh, I think Louise is the smart one of the three Thank of you, us. Thank you, I am. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that makes Matt well-adjusted. Matt, did I... you just like buy a house or something? I mean, I live in, I, I rent a house, but I think I'm pretty well adjusted. And Jeff, you're a person. <laughs> well, you do like to eat garbage, so that's a little bit iffy. Yeah, it makes me a little closer to like a goat or one of those John Cleese Transformers from the Garbage Planet. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It was uh, Eric Idle. <laughs> First off, same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Eric Idle was the robot that ate garbage in the Transformers movie. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please tell your friends and rate and review us on iTunes. We need something to counteract the hatred that most of the internet has for us now. So anything you can give us would be very helpful. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Seeing Reddit. You can also email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. Uh, and you can find me, Matt Heron, on Reddit at Kamikaze Pilot. Not on Reddit. Or oh. are you on Reddit as that? Oh, I am. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess you could do that, too. Oh, now I'm going to get a lot of hate from Forever Alone people on Reddit. But uh, also on Twitter, at Kamikaze Pilot. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, J3FK. Funtimes.online, where I host so many podcasts. That's it. Jeff Snickles kicking in. <laughs> uh, I'm Louisa Heron, and you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird, and uh, you can find me on Instagram at Louisa Heron. Uh, yeah, that's all I got going on. <laughs> all right, guys, and actually, I'm Kamikaze Pilot Nine on Reddit, not just Kamikaze Pilot. So don't hate that guy; you can hate me instead. All right. Uh, so hope you guys had a good time, and we will see you next Tuesday. Don't read the comments. Hell, I'm crying. <laughs> that was a really good one. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what made me laugh so much, but I guess a lot of it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> I think that long theory about Billy Joel being some kind of bread monger. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great idea. <laughs> that's that's one thing where I was definitely in my 20s before I realized that he was using bread to mean money.
<laughs> I just know that it's such such a gross way to refer to money. Yeah. It always yes. makes you feel like, ugh. Yeah. I thought that they were, like, stuffing bread into his jar because they hated him, because the next line is, man, what are you doing here? But then I grew up and realized, oh, they're giving him money and being like, why are you See, at this bar? You're good. I thought that his jar was a reference to his mouth, and they were trying to suffocate him with bread. <laughs> he couldn't do anything about it because he was playing the piano with yeah. both hands <laughs> his hands were locked into some kind of uh like uh what is that thing called pillory but over the yes. uh, uh, over the piano keyboard so he has to play piano jesus <laughs> oh we're such awful people well jeff is the only one that's a person <laughs> that's true yeah that's true <laughs> that feels accurate